Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to Land Sharks After Dark, your weekly dispatch from the dystopian reality that is Old Miss Athletics. I'm your host, Justin Sanders. Got a great show for you here. It's Thursday, August 23rd, uh, our second to last show before Old Miss gets underway versus Texas Tech in Houston. Uh, our last show before the college football season starts. Uh, we figured we'd do a little uh, roundtable, some previews, get into all of that. Let me introduce my co-host, John Stefanchik with me. What's up, John? How you doing, buddy? Why would they fire Urban Meyer if he's doing a great job? I mean, that just doesn't make sense. Right, and we'll obviously get more into this. Bigly, and why would they fire they're, him? They're he, beats, he beats Michigan. That's all that he matters. Does, he does beat Michigan. You might recognize that voice. Uh, longtime contributor, good friend of the show, Austin Miller. What's up, buddy? You know, just getting ready for um, Arkansas and Ole Miss football. Where the, where's the drive to six? You know, hell yeah, dude. Not, not, not the drive to Atlanta, the drive to six. Supporting it's the drive to Shreveport. <laughs> <laughs> For Ole Miss, the drive to not being able to go to Shreveport because you're bull band. But yeah, you wish. Wait, so it's not happening. It's not getting overturned. I, I seriously doubt it. Let me introduce our last panel member, and then we can go full fledged into the discussion. Uh, we got our old buddy, uh, another longtime recurring guest, Neil McMillan. How you doing, Neil? Great. Just uh. Hanging out in the sleepy town of Washington, D.C. Sleepy town. Like uh, one of the most exciting cities in America, right? Full of young people and stuff to do. That's right. And we get on the news sometimes. So. Uh, and, and yet, your Thursday night, you're choosing to spend some time with us. We, we have to appreciate that. That's right. Most of my buddies are uh, indicted. So. <laughs> Oh, that's that's great. Thank you, Neil. Uh, we're glad to have you on the show, buddy. We got some unique perspectives. Uh, Austin mentioned his uh, dual fandom with Arkansas. Obviously, Neil is an alumnus of both Ole Miss and the University of Washington. So one good team, one depressing team. So we'll, we'll get some uh, thoughts about that as well later in the show. Uh, what we, we talk about Urban Meyer first. John already brought it up a little bit. Obviously, uh, it was kind of a lighthearted show. We joke around a lot. I mean, we don't have to belabor the point, but this is fucked up. I mean, this is this is classic like band football type stuff right here. We've talked about what's going on with Urban in the past, but uh, now Ohio State's come back with the results of their sham uh, investigation. Um, I, I think I I didn't read the actual report, so I have to defer to you guys. But it seems like they say, yeah, we found some bad stuff, but uh, hey, what's the big deal? Like John said, he's a winning coach, right? Is that pretty much what's going on here? Did um did, okay before? Did anyone actually watch the press conference last no, night? I heard he no, was, it. No, I missed it. Urban was juvenile, is what I saw somebody describe it as. I just couldn't decide what was worse—the hostage video or that press conference. It was, was it, very, what, they, were very they were very similar optically, very similar. It's in the same sentence as the hostage video or yeah. the hostage presser. Wow. It, I, I, they were like taking questions, but they were very well, they were not very well prepared for 
Did it look like they were in a hostage situation, or the? Well, the the backdrop the backdrop wasn't very flattering. I mean, I don't think it was quite as bad as that, but mm-hmm. it, was, it was not a great look. Why do they have a press conference? They shouldn't. There's no need to. Well, yeah, if you're they already decided the, you're going to reinstate him, just like yeah, don't don't even have a press conference. Just and why do you announce this on a Wednesday, like five o'clock Friday? Bury it. Move on. <laughs> Yeah, like they had like the head investigator, they had the president, they had the AD, they had Urban all there. Good Lord. So, what, so what's the justification? What was their justification for the three game suspension? Either he broke his contract and he gets fired, or exactly, he didn't. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, how do they explain that? I, agree. I didn't get followed much, but yeah. What, did, what was the what was the excuse given in the report, Austin? Like, or at the press conference? Like, why is it? Why is the underlying conduct of Zach Smith unacceptable, which I surely they think that, yet knowing about it, not reporting it, is somehow allowable? I saw one thing was about, like, Urban Meyer has a bad memory because he's on prescription drugs or something. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, the, the gist that I got was, like, he legally did everything that he was required to do, but he, but in terms of, like, actually doing what he needed to do, he didn't do enough, and that's why he got suspended. It was the vibe that I got, at least, from the press conference. That's and- such a tightrope to walk for Ohio State. Jesus. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's it's ridiculous to me. I, it, it, the only way I can interpret it, uh, trying to look at it from an outside perspective, is basically you're saying that, like I said, the underlying behavior of Zach Smith is basically fine as long as the program's winning because that's what it, that's what you're saying when you allow Urban Meyer to cover it up for years and then not really be punished for it at all, when he's going to miss like the opening game and then the next two games he's suspended, but he still gets to leave practice or something like, yeah, Jesus Christ. And the really unbelievable thing is the AD, he survived the Jim Trestle stuff, the Maurice Correct stuff (laughs) and this stuff. Like he's just survives. It's crazy. And it does, uh, do we think survives because he gives access to key people does he write? I mean, I'd be curious to know what what is his key skill that lets the him AD survive? or Urban? The AD. It's probably a good fundraiser, right? And he, he keeps Urban happy. It's like a these it's like an Ouroboros. Like the, the the college football world is like just a snake eating its own tail. Like Bjork's kind of like this too, where you kind of like solidify your own position the more stupid shit you do. If that makes sense, like I, I can't explain it, but that seems to be what happens with these. Oh, did we talk about Ross getting rolled over? No, I think week? that's happened in the interim since our last show. <laughs> yeah, reported. Yeah, that happened too. Yeah, Bjork. Bjork's here for another full four. He got years. a new mascot created, guys. Oh yeah. Oh, that, oh, that brings a point. I have an announcement. People were just begging pol- for that. Go ahead. I have a new policy. It was unanimous, Sanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, whatever. So I have a new policy on how I'm, I'm going to probably butcher this a few times, but I'm going to work my way towards adapting this going forward. I've decided that Ole Miss offends too many people and needs to go away, and Rebels offends people. So I'm now going to refer to the team as the Mississippi Bear Sharks going forward. That's great. You'd fit right in on a, like a lead dog or something. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Mississippi because Bear Sharks. Both the entire the nickname and the mask and the uh, well not the mascot what, what would we call rebels not the 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 mon- the team name the the, the, the wait name. They're, they're, it's mascot like nickname. it's like a demonym like there's definitely a term for it like the the descriptor for athletes and students of the school yeah yeah like- well I mean yes I agree that like 
you can take it to an extreme with all of that. And like I've in the past come down, like I think Ole Miss is okay. Um, I think it's really hard to critically look at Rebels and be like, yeah, that's a great name given Ole Miss's past. Like you just got to be, you got to keep it real with Rebels in my opinion. Like it's, it's a, it's the civil war thing. Like, I don't know how you can say anything else about it. Um, and, and if as a society we've decided that the Confederate side of the civil war was morally wrong, which I mean, I happily will take that position and agree with. You know, I think Ole Miss has to get serious about that. I don't know if it's going to happen. I think probably fifty years from now, maybe less. Maybe it'll be faster. Who knows? Who knows what it's going to be like? Football will be dead, so I guess I don't have to worry about the mascot. Yeah. I guess so, but we're gonna have to. We're gonna be like a great basketball team on, under Kermit. We don't <laughs> want to mess up our NCAA tournament hopes. Yeah. Uh, no, but I mean, this is just another time for me to talk about how, uh, the Louisiana Tigers were also a Confederate regiment. Just throwing that out there. And, vol- and the volunteers were, you know, of course, volunteers. of course. So, I mean, it, yeah, this, it's, it's very common in the South for there to be I mean, civil war shit all over your, your school. Go ahead. What do we think, uh, back to the Urban Meyer bit, what is our opinion of everybody on Twitter? I think Sanders, you put, you pointed this out in the group text earlier today. I think, yeah, Table was saying it. Yeah, hey, yeah. <laughs> um, everybody on Twitter, like uh, the going back to the whole, the NCAA doesn't do anything about uh, abuse, rape, etc. But they hit us for eight hundred dollar payer payments. Blah blah blah. Sour grapes. It's pathetic, I mean, dude. It's super pathetic. I mean, if you want to complain about the Ole Miss investigation, go for it. You know, first of all, no one cares. No one listens to you as an Ole Miss fan complaining about it. They're happy that Ole Miss got popped, just the truth. Uh, and sec- second of all, don't conflate it with, like, the t- very serious shit somewhere like Baylor or even people compare it to Maryland and the player dying during practice and then compare it to Ohio State and Zach Smith. Like, just shut, the- just shut up, dude. That's all I can say to Ole Miss fans that want to make this somehow about – Ole Miss still getting treated unfairly, blah, blah, blah. It's like just – it's 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 over, dude. Just take your lumps. The, those situations do not relate to Ole Miss's situation. Both can be wrong, if that makes sense. You don't need the time together. I, I think it's a bad look. I'm with you. So we need a – I think we almost need a list of who all needs to get fired because the Maryland coach has not been fired yet, correct? I thought he was. I thought he or No, he's on leave. He's on leave. He's yeah. on leave, I thought. He, he will was, uh, he will be fired, dude. I don't think you can come uh, back well, from that. Well, why hasn't he been fired yet? Yeah, you're right. They should have fired him like right when the urban stuff came out. Like, you got to do that. Maybe tomorrow at 5 p.m. they'll they'll fire him. So, he needs to get fired. Urban should have been fired. He's not. Yeah, he's He's not. Vitter, I mean, uh, well, Vitter is kind of fired. <laughs> Vitter's uh, uh, to, like on the, the way to be. York needs to get fired. Not happening. But uh, but do you want Vitter hiring his replacement? No. The problem He's with like, firing Bjork is that we would end up with Michael Thompson or some shit like that. Like we all know it. Oh my god. <laughs> Neil, you got so, some, you got to chime in there. <laughs> I just I can't be quiet at that topic. Don't be, please, please don't be quiet. Please speak your mind. Neil, I've been talking a lot. I talk more than normal here. Say something, Neil. I just, I understand we have internal hires, but Michael Thompson. <laughs> Great. Uh, uh, fan, a fan he, of the show for sure. He's a good bear shark. Maybe yeah. right, maybe right Thompson. 
I would actually support that. Right Thompson would be better than Bjork because Right Thompson deleted his Twitter account. Something Bjork will never do. That's my Michael official position Thompson. on it. Michael Thompson. Yeah, it would be it would be rough, dude. Uh, I mean, maybe they would make an outside hire, but I fully believe, like, okay, I mean, let's be serious. What kind of outside hire would Ole Miss make right now? Like, an, an AD from, like, a D3 school or something? Like, there's no way they're going to make a competitive hire. Well, they just hired somebody that graduated from Mississippi State, so. Uh... Uh, is that about Kermit? Yeah. Hey, he yeah. went to a Mississippi school. He's Mississippi made. That's, that's yeah, the line don't, on Don't talk shit about Kermit. Kermit's taking us out of the basement. He's going to, you know, take us to new heights, I believe. You have He's to have something to believe pizza. in. Yeah, it's going to be great, dude. The Canadian Tour, 3-1, and one, huge success. Only wins ahead. I just want him to do a marketing campaign where he sips tea like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> yes. Wait, they did. Yes. I mean, they yeah, they've referenced the meme a little bit, like in the in the I promo want the videos. Sipping tea then. Yeah, sipping he, tea. he needs to specifically sip the tea. Yeah, that's. Ole Miss loves outdated memes. It'll be perfect. <laughs> that's right. No, they're gonna do. It'll be the promo for like the 2023 season or something. Like they're gonna they're gonna wait. Like the Kermit the Frog meme is still too too spicy. It's too fresh. For Ole Miss. I want Andy Kennedy to do a uh, sipping the tea meme. Who was that? There was that picture of Freeze and Kennedy and some old guy. That was <laughs> iconic. Oh, John Brady, the LSU coach who got to the Final Four. Okay, that's was who it was. Third. Yeah, that's yeah. who that was. Yeah. What? Because John Brady was at, was at Arkansas State with Freeze. No, I mean it's got to be weird for Matt Luke and, and Kermit. John Brady's tight with Kermit Davis. Oh, weird. And see, I think it's got to be weird for those guys to be coaching and living in Oxford. It's a very small town, and Freeze and AK are just still there, like just just like hanging out at the bar and shit. Like it's so funny to me to imagine like a typical Hugh Freeze Hugh Freeze day these days. Like what do you th- what do you think he does when he gets up in the morning? He checks Twitter, obviously. <laughs> DMs his name to Twitter. DMs some critics. Yeah, responds to a few tweets. He gets on his puppet, a sock puppet accounts. Responds to those. You forgot the Bible verse. Yeah, of course. Song videos. Watch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's something I haven't thought about before. So the whole Brian Colangelo thing, you know, it's a big Kevin Durant. It's a big thing in sports where these famous people have accounts that defend them. Uh, I even actually heard a rumor that Steve Robertson got caught defending himself with an anonymous account this week, <laughs> but I haven't. I didn't see the actual evidence. I just heard this one down. But so you know that there are some some Hugh Freeze accounts out there. I wish I could find those accounts now. Maybe that's what Fins Up AP was, you know, the the famous Steve Robertson catfish story. Like, what if that was just Freeze tweeting at himself about how awesome he was? I would totally believe that. <laughs> that's so Freeze. Uh, all right, where, where, where are we, what do we talk about, boys? What are we doing? Are we getting into over-unders? We got more stuff on the discuss on the docket here. Um, oh, one more thing on Urban Meyer. Yeah, tell me. Well, what's going to be the moral outrage if they lose to TCU and then in the playoff the committee says that they're going to take into account that Urban was not on the sideline <laughs> and, and, get, and let them to the playoffs because he was not on the sideline. Like, yeah. kind of forgive that loss. Yeah, that would be that would be pretty good. Is TCU going to be good this year? I have no idea, but I could totally see that happen. And it's just like, what the hell is this committee? Like, this is just such horseshit. That sounds about right. Hey, what do you guys want? A hundred eighty degree turn here before we talk over. Please. Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods, nine million dollar match Thanksgiving weekend, Las Vegas. It's fun. 
So I heard it was on paper. I heard it was on pay per view. What's pay per view for golf? Oh, of course, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Directv's been. We'll see what it is. Phil Mickelson's on Twitter now, apparently, and they're tweeting it. Yeah, to promote other. it. So my question is, are they putting up the money? Like, is it a bet situation? Like, is are they both putting up four and a half million? What's going on? Is the money from the paper? No, oh, somebody's sponsoring this. I bet they. I bet they see, bet per hole though, because Phil. Yeah, I thought it'd be funnier because Phil's a famous gambler, right? Like, I thought it would be funnier if they both just put up money and like that would that would draw standard. me. So it's so they're playing for nine million, but they need to. They'll track the side bets going on. Which would be, I can yeah. see that. That would be great. So I'm down. Wait, so is this happening because sports betting is legal now, or is this unrelated? I don't know who came up with this idea, but it's I think good. it's because Tiger's actually healthy and Tiger's yeah. back, and he yeah. and Phil are like, oh, we're getting old. We're cash in while he can." I, did, how many good years does Phil have left, or Tiger for that matter? I mean, they're both on the the downward side of their careers. Yeah, I mean, Phil's forty-eight. He's about to be Champions Tour eligible, right? So Phil's probably two or two or three. Mm-hmm. Tiger, well, does his back stay together? I don't know. Five for Tiger, and that's probably on the aggressive side. So yeah, they got to get the not money while you can. Stuff. You don't think so? It pays. I don't think Tiger will. Tiger? Uh, he'll be doing something to make money for the rest of his life. I don't know what. I think he plays Champions Tour. <laughs> you think? I think Tiger is happy to be able to go play these days. Wait, so yeah. you guys, you guys know how like the the Hooters is doing bad with millennials, right? Because millennials aren't into boobs, apparently. Uh, Tiger has that famous picture of him as the shirtless hood Santa Claus, right? I'm thinking maybe after PGA, Tiger opens a chain of uh, restaurants, and all the waiters are like maybe shirtless guys wearing Santa hats or something, something that's very Tiger esque. <laughs> I can see that being his next next venture. Go the John Daly route. Yeah, that would be great. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, he's gonna be selling his shirts in the uh, in the parking lot of Hooters outside the Masters <laughs> in Augusta or whatever. Yeah. No, does Tiger still? What What's the state of Tiger's endorsements? I know he lost a ton of them during all the scandals, right? Has he gotten some of that back? Bridgestone pays him to play their golf ball. Okay. TaylorMade pays him to play their clubs. Monster Energy sponsors his golf bag. He's got some of them back. Nike. Yeah. Is Nike's? Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm, I'm wondering. Has his Nike deal. Yep, that that still exists. Very so cool. he, he he's okay. Yeah, it sounds like he's he still, doing. He, he, he still has pretty good life. He doesn't need the nine million dollars. Well, he'd take it. I'm sure. <laughs> no, I would love forever wins that to to turn around to the other one and be like, all right, double or nothing next hole. Like that would be legit. <laughs> Let's go, yeah. dude. That would be great. What's how much is Mickelson worth? A lot, right? I mean, he could he could lose nine million and be fine. Bill's worth. See what Google says. Easily pushing hundred million. Three hundred and seventy-five million in twenty sixteen. Damn, that's, there you go. Yeah, that's pretty damn he's, good. He's okay. That's why he's got to have that KPMG sponsorship. They got to count it all for him. Keep track of it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, tell him tell him how much he's losing on the golf course in bets like every week or whatever. Uh, all right, let's get into some preview talk. Um, Austin was talking a little bit before we got started on the show about this upcoming weekend, week zero. Uh, I guess before we go full into the rest of the season, we have to address that. There's a, a an old Miss name in the mix. You were saying, Austin? Yes. Um, former 
was he safeties coach, Corey Batoon, right? Yeah, I mean, Safety I would just coach. I would just call him like one of Hugh Freeze's great success stories, like a, one of the great uh, blooming flowers on the Hugh Freeze he coaching that, tree. He had the Polly Pop pipeline. That, oh, you know, they, huge! They got Jordan. Tanner yeah, Rommel Maneo worked out really well. It's huge. <laughs> and uh, what about uh, what's his face? Our five star linebacker that the, that we Juarez. Mike oh, Juarez is like one of my favorite old Miss players. Oh, him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys are great. Yeah. You guys forgot his nickname. What the flying Hawaiian or something? What's his nickname? The, the Batoon Death March. In terms of <laughs> yeah. That was okay. You're right. That was good. Okay, so but he's he's coaching Hawaii. He's the now. defensive coordinator at Hawaii, and they're playing Colorado State on what? Saturday. Hell yeah! Did, did the military schools play on Saturday too? Or am I making that up? Um, Army Navy play like at the end of the year. For some reason, I thought there was a military matchup to start the year as well. Okay, I thought I think you might be right, but I don't feel like looking. Wyoming, New Mexico State, and then Hawaii, Colorado State, the two games. Okay, who? Nice. Okay, fair enough. But I'm all in on watching Corey Batoon coordinate the defense. Sure, why not, guys? I I didn't realize this till the other day. So Michigan Notre Dame is opening weekend. Ooh, which game day? Game day. I would I would say whatever, except that. We get to watch Shea Patterson whine, bitch, complain, and his dad on NBC National TV to open the weekend. It's going to be awesome. What time is that game? Seven thirty, NBC. Oh man, great. Okay, is there any? Is there anything at eleven other than Ole Miss that's interesting at all? Oh, we're the ESPN game. Oh baby, let's get it. Don't you don't you love scheduling a big uh, destination bowl like kickoff game years in advance, and then you get there and both your teams are so trash, you get the eleven a.m. slot. That's that feels good, man. Do you remember when Mississippi State and Oklahoma State played the eleven yes, a.m. in Houston? Yes. <laughs> yes. Do you remember what happened after that game where Scott Strickland <laughs> apologized on Twitter to the fans for scheduling a Power Five <laughs> opponent? Yeah, that's one of the great moments in Mississippi sports history. I really hope the stands are not as sad as that game was. Oh, I think the stands probably will be pretty sad. I don't know. Like, t- Texas Tech fans are rabid, but I don't know how much they're going to travel. We'll see. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of them in Houston already, but I'm not sure what the enthusiasm level is for this season. So has Angie made any form of a bet, poke fun? Is she trying to play the Red Raider card or does she all on this? No. I mean – She's been to games. She likes Texas Tech, but I mean, she likes Ole Miss too. She she is an Ole Miss fan. She has Ole Miss gear and stuff. So I think she's definitely going to be cheering. She's going to be there uh, on the coast when we're all uh, hanging out, gambling, watching the games, and all. So I, I I think it's safe to say she's cheering for Ole Miss. But hey, maybe she's going to pull out a little closet, Texas Tech, put the shirt on that Saturday. I'd I'd welcome it. At this point, it's fine. Like I, I I'm happy for anyone to cheer against Ole Miss. Um, especially at a school that they have a relation, a professional relationship with. So she has not, though. She has not tried to talk any shit about the matchup. So. Okay. We're safe there. I fully endorse her talking shit about it. Yeah, I me think. too. I hope she does. Please. Why would she talk, why would she talk noise when she knows the scoreboard's going to be her way? <laughs> Neil, Neil's making a prediction on the, uh, the yeah. Let's get let's get some predictions in on this game before we go broader schedule. Texas Tech Ole Miss, eleven a.m. Two terrible defenses. Uh, Ole Miss returns a lot more of the offense at Texas Tech, but you know, also a broken program, a program that doesn't necessarily know how to win. Matt Luke's first uh, real year as the coach. I I think it could easily go either way. I don't even know what my prediction is. I I think Ole Miss wins, but would not shock me if they lost by twenty one. 
Tech wins 38-35, and the differentiating factor is going to be the sideline aesthetics of the head coach. <laughs> I think if <laughs> Ole Miss loses, it's like the cow loss. Like they're, the game is back and forth, and in the end, it just seems like Ole Miss doesn't have the horses on defense. And just and Matt Luke calls a dumb yes. time at yes. some point. That was, the cow was, was a terribly <laughs> mismanaged game. That was – yes. They had like 16 penalties or something that night. It was. <laughs> it's going to be that kind of loss, I think, if Ole Miss loses. Yeah. What's your yeah. prediction, Austin? I think they win because I think there's more pressure on Texas Tech because Kingsbury probably feels the heat for his job. And he, going into the, going he has into what the year new quarterback, new running back, a lot of different stuff going on. I don't. Yeah, I think Ole Miss maybe has a talent advantage. At least with the first I think string. It's, I think I think it's kind of like that Boise State game where it was like. Mm-hmm. Very underwhelming, and then maybe like the fourth quarter, you know, you hit a couple bombs, and yeah, that that would, like that would be surprising. And Neil, I want to get your thoughts too, but I just want to say I have this summer been talking some. Like, I don't know if we if we know for a fact that Jordan Tiamu is good. Like, I I think Ole Miss fans have really gotten carried away with that narrative based on like a very small sample size. We're gonna find out this year. Neil, what's your prediction on the game? I actually think we're. A fair amount stronger than Texas Tech. I mean, we're healthy right now, so I, on running back and stuff. So I like us uh, this opening week. Hell yeah, feels good, man. I like it. So Neil's <laughs> picking Ole Miss. I tentatively pick Ole Miss. Uh, John picks Texas Tech by a few points. Austin thinks Ole Miss guts it out, but it's a ugly game, which is probably very likely. Um, all right, before we get into the schedule, Neil, you are going to a game that weekend, correct? Yeah, top ten matchup in Atlanta. Oh baby, must be nice. What? what, what wait, top ten. What's everybody ranked? I haven't even looked at a preseason poll because preseason polls are fake news. Washington's but... what? I'm gonna say like six ish. Yeah, they're six. Auburn. Man, you guys are ranked sixth. Yeah, they had a great season last year. Is Browning back? He mm-hmm. is. And Gaskins back. Do they have some little midget that can run a four two on the outside? Is that Gaskins or is he the running back? I can't remember. He's the running back. Okay. Yeah, receiver's probably the weakness. Um, we lost a big defensive lineman, but, uh, I mean, Pac-12's fairly weak right now. Chip Kelly hasn't taken over quite yeah, yet. Yeah, he needs another year. What is uh, What's SC ranked? I think they're, like, in the teens. Like, late teens, probably. So, Washington's ranked higher than SC. Interesting. Yeah. What's Auburn ranked? Well, Auburn is Auburn higher or lower than Washington? Probably a little bit. I think, I think Auburn's, Auburn's nine. nine. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh wait, SC Good lost. Sixty-nine Darnold. matchup. SC is... lost Darnold. He he obviously got drafted by the Jets. This should be a great game. This is in the new stadium. I take it the the Falcon Stadium. It is, and since it's on Saturday, you can actually eat at the Chick Fil A's scattered. Hey. Nice. Yeah, that's so silly. Wait, so there's really Chick-fil-A's in the stadium that are never going to be open during the someday NFL games? Correct. That's right. That's hysterical. That's really good. Um, yeah, so, okay, so Neil, I went to the Boise State game. What are your plans while you're in Atlanta? I can tell you some things to do. Well, uh, my dad's a 57-year-old white male, mm-hmm. so he's really started pulling for the Braves. Uh, oh, yeah. That's very on-brand. Huge like season, it. yeah. So uh, my dad and brother, we're going to the – the Braves game, you know, we're back on the bandwagon. It's going to be good. Nice. Uh, uh, and then I don't know what else we're going to do. Maybe go to the varsity. I think that's supposed about, to be uh, College Football Hall of Fame is pretty cool. Uh, is, that's worth your time? 
I, I thought it yeah. was cool. Yeah, I, I thought oh, it was cool. pretty neat. Yeah. Um, yeah, I spent time in Atlanta other than the Peach Bowl loss. Nice. That was that was not a fun time. <laughs> a classic. Austin, Austin, do you remember anything about New Year's Eve in Buckhead? No. no. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll stop there. I, I, I was think- there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good place. Uh, long-time fans my, of the I show. Think my yeah. Uber star rating is still permanently low. <laughs> I'm utterly convinced of that. Oh, that's too funny. Lyft uh, loves me. Anyway. Uh, that that game always has a connection to us. I was going to say, long-time fans of the show will remember that was our, our first episode was previewing that game, so we can never forget. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Uh, wait, Neil, can I give you a dinner wreck if you, uh, if you guys get a chance? Is it somewhere? Um, that... Go ahead. Yeah, I need one. Okay, people, everybody that goes to Atlanta somehow ends up eating at the same place. But I ate there. It's amazing. I've never heard anyone not like it. It's called Poor Calvin's. It's like a southern and Thai fusion. It's awesome. It's like fried chicken and, like, lobster mac and cheese and all kinds of crazy cocktails and stuff. Really delicious. I've somehow missed this place. Next time I go home, I'm – Yeah, definitely. Check it out. Um, I, I guess it's, like, downtown. We stayed – uh, I want to say downtown, and it was walking distance from our hotel, so it's it's easy to get to. Uh, it's actually the, the concierge of the hotel told us to check it out, and uh, it was it was great. So I definitely suggest poor Calvin's. All right, well I'll. Uh, yeah, if you can fit it in. Yeah. If, if not, I'll, I'm not offended. It's fine. But uh, have a great time Thanks. in Atlanta. What, what's your prediction for that game, though? We got to get into the football. You're, you're picking the Huskies, I assume. You know, I always pull for the home team, but. Uh, Auburn's quarterback is supposed to be really good, so I'm I'm very nervous. Always pulled for the home team in a out of like a non-conference Atlanta matchup. Yeah. All right, I guess that's false. <laughs> you always I pull did. for your team, is what you're saying. <laughs> I have seen the Huskies in Atlanta once, the college football inaugural game against Bama, mm-hmm. and they got smoked. So yeah, but you'd always rather play Auburn than Bama. Come on, it'll yeah. be okay. <laughs> It'll be okay. What I mean, is uh, on a good coach, because I think we have a coaching advantage with uh, Peterson. You do, you do. Gus Malzahn's yeah. like a cockroach coach. He's one of those coaches you can't kill. <laughs> he's a co- well, he just got. He- he's a heavily paid cockroach coach now. Uh, but he's he won a few games and he got paid. He can survive the the nuclear winter a hundred percent. He'll be wearing a sweater vest. He'll be like, oh, I feel fine. That's amazing. Nuclear winter, and he'll be sitting there eating Waffle House the next day. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a freaking weirdo, man. Neil, uh, so you forgot the main activity in Atlanta. You got to pick a hotel and jump out a window. Yes. (laughs) Yes, for no reason. Not not related to anything else going on. Um, You just did. It just happens. I think we talked about this on the show last week, too. I just, it's sometimes easy to forget how many ridiculous, insane things have happened around the Ole Miss program in the last five years. It's nice to just take a moment and reflect on that. I'm Do y'all know what I think it was like a Holiday Inn, wasn't it? I thought it was a Marriott. Okay, sure, yeah. All right, I need to track that down and take a photo for the lad uh, That would Twitter. be great. No, if we, I wish that uh, – sadly, I, I think they probably fixed it, but if they just left that window permanently broken with like a – like a outline of Robert, like in a cartoon, like when he jumped through the wall, that would be fantastic. Uh, and thank God he's okay. Thank God it turned out. <laughs> what, what, what an athletic freak. You can survive, what, like a four-story fall and be fine? The, I missed the segment where we would read uh, Rob's words of wisdom. Yeah, I think he's had to stop, like, having a personality on social media, sadly, because, you know, he's trying to be a professional football player or whatever. But, yeah, well, Guru Rob's well, Corner was a classic. 
Why the hell is Wisconsin ranked fourth? Ooh, that's a great question. I can't answer that. I'm one. Ju- I did. I'm just for the first time looking at this, and it's all about the brand. Okay, Michigan State should not John. be ranked in the top twenty-five out of uh, for off the field reasons. John. Notre Dame twelfth. God. John Eastman did a uh, preseason All America, and they had like six or seven Wisconsin guys first team. It was crazy. I don't know why they're in on it. That's not true. This is weird. Michigan is is Shea the starter for Michigan. Yeah, yeah, they they, 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 they announced it. Yeah, they announced it this week. They did, yeah, officially. There's no way in hell they're the 14th best team in the country. I think at some point you just have to fill these spots. Like the media has no idea that it's... for what it's worth, they're over under nine wins. So I mean, for whatever that's worth. What? Ooh, how much? How much money are we gonna make on the? Oh, Orgeron's twenty fifth. That's I can't. Oregon twenty fourth. This is. This is absolutely the worst top Mario, five. Mario Cristobal at number 24. No, there is no – this is all about brand top heavy. Yes, exactly. They're just picking big fan base schools. they got to fill these spots out. Uh, Do you guys hear that LSU has already had like a players-only meeting? That's a great sign, right? Oh, man. Are they going to rally for Matt Canada or something even though he <laughs> – They're going to rally for Decocho. The Wild Boys the co- are gonna are gonna rally for him. Did uh did anybody listen to the episode last week where we had Colonel Reb is crying as the outro music? That was good. It was. That, I I hadn't heard that in a while. I know by far the hardest I laughed at our show ever was just uh, stealing that guy's content where he does the coach O and yeah 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 yeah. That's fantastic. I just said that that guy is a legend. I don't know who he is. I I assume he's an Ole Miss fan. Maybe he's different. It's a different schools fan. I don't Chris, know. Chris Vaughn out of Memphis. Okay, give- Chris Vaughn. Okay, is he, is Wait, he like, like a like media football figure? coach? The football coach? No, I think he's a radio host. I believe it's Chris Vaughn's the guy. I thought the radio me. host was uh, Chris Vernon. Qu- yeah, Chris oh, Vernon. Chris, yeah, it's Chris something. Chris, yeah, Vaughn's the coach. Whatever. He was in the NOA, the first NOA. Oh, you're right. Yeah, the guy that worked for Texas. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Does it just me, or does it feel that. like that whole? It, the whole NOA, all of that was like 10 years ago. It, yeah, it was a lifetime ago, yeah. I, I, mean, I have so many more gray hairs now than I did when that came out. Yeah. Amen. Uh, and, yeah, we're still here. We're still doing the show. You can't kill us. <laughs> just like Gus Malzahn. We're just like – we are like the Gus Malzahn of podcast. Um, Is Gus Malzahn a worse cockroach coach than Kirk Ferentz? Ooh. What about Tom Crean coaching UGA now, just out of nowhere? Like that that guy that guy just gets gigs. To me, that yeah. I forgot completely that he was the coach. And then I was watching a Braves game randomly, like at the gym or something. They had him in the booth. And I was like, wait, what? Oh yeah, what? Tom Crean. Just crazy to me. Sorry, completely off topic from football. I just I forgot that, that they hired. That was him. pretty interesting left field there, Sanders. You go talk about Tom Crean. So. Well, I forgot they hired him. Basketball, um, yeah, Georgia yeah. basketball too. I bet, I bet, I bet if you ask Georgia fans, ten Georgia fans, I bet not less than, a bet less than five would tell you Tom. Probably Crean's not basketball. a ton, yeah. But the SEC I don't think I could have gotten to Tom Crean in twenty minutes. I'm guessing. Yeah, you you would have said they still have Mark Fox, right? There's very there was a lot of turnover. I in probably basketball. would have figured out they fired Mark Fox, but I could have never figured out who they replaced him with. Yeah, because there's, I mean, this is forgettable. This people just forget this stuff. Um. Yeah. Okay, Who so, is Mark Fox? 
Never even went to the gym. He was there a while. Man. He was there a while. What about uh what about the A and M coach, uh Billy Kennedy? You ever heard of the, you ever heard of that guy, Neil? Yeah. That, yeah, that was a completely forgettable SEC coach as well. Yeah, the SEC basketball ranks for a long time have been quite anonymous, but they, they got some more Andy famous Kennedy names was in dean. there. Was the dean. Yeah, that's yeah, I mean yikes. <laughs> uh so we never did figure out why Wisconsin's ranked number four, right? Do they have like a stud running back or something? I think they have there are five offensive linemen back, and offensive linemen are always good at Wisconsin. They got their running back back. Okay. Yeah. And they're, the, and, and they're in the division not with Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State, and Pittsburgh. That is true. Fair. So they'll make it to the championship game and then lose. Um, okay, so oh. – go ahead. So some guy on the Wisconsin Badgers team is trying to get dis- sexual assault charges dismissed. So they got some gang, bro- gang breakers now. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully that works out for him, dear guy. That was the missing ing- ingredient. So, are you saying the thug talent ratio has improved? We, don't have, <laughs> we do not have table on to go through this for us. No, that was the term I was looking for. It is yes. funny to think about uh, Table Cobbleson inventing the the thug talent ratio, and then fast forward to the day where he like 100 percent supports like eradicating football by force. <laughs> and I just I just feel like he's changed his views on it a lot there. Uh, pretty funny to me um all right we're, about, we're gonna get into some sec uh over unders make some predictions here uh before we do that does anybody want to take a gander at neil's game neil's picking the huskies i really can see this going either way i think both teams should be pretty good i i took the huskies because i'm because i'm getting points and more often than not chris peterson won bets rather than lost bets that was my there thought process i like what it. is the uh what's the line of it's three or two and a half, depending on where you look. Okay, and we'll do if Auburn. If Auburn's favored, yeah. And we'll run through some lines next week before we actually get to the games as well. But uh, yeah, always some some good content for us there. John, you got a prediction before we plow into this? I think you can have faith in uh, the Huskies' defense. Um, so, okay. I like it. The Pac-12 is soft. I will pick the cockroach Gus Malzahn. <laughs> Fair enough. But, uh, Neil, for your sake, we're, we're cheering for the Huskies. Have fun, man. Hope it's great. Uh, let's hop into these over-unders. We're going to start with a team near and dear to our friend Austin Miller's heart. Uh, last in the West in over-under predictions going off of Bovada here. We got Arkansas at 5.5. Let's pull up the schedule. It's trickier than you would think it is. Yeah, I mean, with the, to to have a five and five point five over under, you got to think there's a lot of hard games in here. There's like there's two non conference games that on paper look like oh, it's an SEC team you should win, but they might lose. Is that they go to Colorado State and right. they host North Texas? They could lose both of those very easily. Oof! And so if if that was the case, they would start out one and two with Auburn, A and M, Alabama. After that, that is brutal. That's a rough stretch. They could also win them, but they, do they who do they when do they go to Colorado State? Week two. That is very losable. Yeah, six thirty PM game. Uh and then the North Texas game is that in Fayetteville, Little Rock, what's going on there? Yeah. Yeah. That's North yeah, that's here. And that's and they have what, Seth Latrell, right? They have like the Friday Night Lights coach. Yeah, and I mean in North Texas plays SME over here, so they're very familiar with Chad Morris. Right, yeah, that's a good point. What what happened the last time they played? Like, did SMU blow them out? Um, SMU won, I think, last 
year. I think the year before that, North Texas won, I think. Oh, wow. Damn, Chad Morris. That's embarrassing, bro. Uh, so that's rough. And then, as I said, excuse me. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> I'm dealing with some uh, nasal dryness. I've been spraying this saline solution in my nose, so you have to uh, forgive me for that. So they start out with those three non-conference games. Uh, and they have at Auburn, A&M at home, Alabama at home, Ole Miss in Little Rock. Is that right? Yeah, they still do that thing. Yeah, is this the last year of the contract? No, they they re upped it. Like they're going to start playing every other year at home against Missouri. Hey, but speaking of contracts, I just have to say this: Do you guys know that we're playing Memphis again next year? Where are we playing Memphis? I guess I don't know where we're playing them, but I just I someone told me that the other day, and I was like, "Are oh, you have to be kidding me, dude?" Like, oh wait, wait, we wait, seriously wait. are playing Memphis again next year. No, they uh, they moved the seventeen game. Oh shit! It's in the Liberty Bowl too. Oh my god! <laughs> this is and this is all to get a freaking home and home with their basketball team under Andy Kennedy. It's such a freaking joke. Hey, dude. Penny Hardaway is coming to the Pavilion. Uh, that's actually hey, worth, that's that's, that's actually worth it. Ole Miss is gonna lose to Memphis again in the Liberty Bowl in 2019. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, Memphis, sorry. Memphis Gazi too. I just had to. I just had to bring this up. Uh, okay, so that's a so 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 far. I'm gonna give Arkansas. I'm gonna give them all three non-conference games. I'm gonna say they lose. They they win one of Ole Miss or A and M. Uh, they beat Tulsa. So already they have, for they me, haven't beat, they haven't beat A and M in a decade. They're already at five five wins for me. They get Vanderbilt, LSU, State, and Missouri. I'm gonna take the over. I'm gonna say they win six games. I'm taking the under. I go five and seven. All right, so give me, your, a, give me your seven. Give me your seven losses. The seven losses are. Oh wait, can I do the wins? The wins are easier. Yeah, yeah. There's one less, so yeah, go ahead. One fewer. Okay, the wins are Eastern Illinois, mm-hmm. North Texas, mm-hmm. Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Those three, and Ole Miss Vanderbilt. And Ole Miss Vanderbilt. Okay. Yeah, that's my five. Okay. That's fair. Uh, so you had them losing at Colorado State. And then yeah, I feel like that. I feel that. I feel that's a very winning like, two just, SEC it feels, inev- it feels inevitable. Well, you think the Ole Miss uh, Arkansas game will be close at least? I mean, both teams seem to be yeah, around the same I level. Close. I think it'll be close. What's the What's your deciding factor in that game? Um, um the it's Arkansas and Ole Miss. The sure. last couple of years, recent history. Sure. Recent history. That's fair. All right, so I'm taking the over at six and six. Uh, Austin's taking the under at five and seven. Uh, John or Neil, any thoughts? Under four and eight. Oof. Chad Morris starting out hot. I've said. I've said. I think it's it's the worst hire I've seen in years. Hey, people forget that SJ Tui Jr. is on that coaching staff. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah. Yep, Yep. Yep. Just remember that was why that was one of the reasons Morris was going to come to Ole Miss because of that connection, the the Taco Bell connection. Black that out from my memory until you just mentioned it. <laughs> Absolutely true. It's, it's all connected. Neil, where do you stand on this one? I think under, and I was going to say that Ole Miss loses, but they play Alabama the week before, so yeah. that's usually that's a great sign for us. Yeah, Ooh, that's a good call. Yeah, I, I, I didn't pay, I didn't I didn't notice that. That's a good good point. I think Ole Miss might win, but I still think uh, they can they can put together. I think they can win all four of the non conference games, and then I think they can they can beat 
somewhat. They can be two out of Vanderbilt, Ole Miss, A and M, Missouri. We'll see. I have no idea what Arkansas is going to look like, though. I don't. Know, I know nothing about your team, Austin. I'm sorry. They don't even. They they haven't named a quarterback yet. It's a baseball school, right? That's what I heard. They are a baseball school. Okay, that's in, fair. Ca- in case you in case you forgot, they um they, they blew a national championship. That was that was. It's better than Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss is a women's soccer school at this point. I saw CC Kaiser was a uh, national player of the week. So, that's our that's our news story, and we're sticking to it. Hey, uh, hey Austin, on a War Memorial, are they doing any renovations to the stadium? Um. They keep talking about doing it, but there's no actual money or actually thing on the books. To so, do it. so Arkansas has redone one end zone just to. Oh, they, they they've redone both end zones just to send a game to War Memorial they, uh, every they, other year. Every other year, they send two games away from Fayetteville. They send one game to Arlington and one game to Little Rock. And that happens in the same year, every other year. It's crazy, dude, because I've seen the stadium in Fayetteville, and it's awesome. Like, it's one of the coolest stadiums I've seen. It's just so crazy they're gonna to me. play. they're going to play two SEC games every other year in that building. Yep, that's happening. What? Yeah, that's happening. God. It is, it is a little insane. I don't know. Arkansas is a weird state, though, huh? Yeah. So when I think about Ole Miss, I'm like – Ole Miss doesn't even do that, so that's what that's why that's why I say that with Arkansas is like. Well, oh, Ole Miss used to, but then like the racism won out, and uh, both Ole Miss and State were like Jackson's scary, so we can't. And the Veterans Memorial is like a complete shithole. It's worse than than War Memorial for sure. Uh, I agree. All right, so we got next up on the list SEC West. We got Ole Miss coming in hot, six wins for the over under, making you choose five and seven or seven and five. Uh, you can't pick and push. That's that's too weak. So obviously, <laughs> Texas Tech, Southern Illinois, Alabama, Kent State, LSU, Louisiana Monroe, Arkansas, Auburn, South Carolina, A and M, Vanderbilt, and Mississippi State. Um, this is actually tough. Like choosing between five and seven and seven and five is tough. Five and seven probably more likely than seven and five. Would you guys agree with that? I'm not- I'm actually kind of bullish. I'm actually going back on my Arkansas prediction. I'm just, I'm changing that to an Ole Miss win. Neil, Neil I think four and eight with the Alabama observation. They did. So I'm gonna give Ole Miss seven and five. I'll give them the four non-con. Then I'll give them Arkansas, Vanderbilt, and then one of the three between A and M, LSU, and South Carolina. Okay, I like it. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a bold prediction. I'd say. Uh, I feel like John's. I, just, I, don't, gonna... I, just, I don't. I just don't think Texas Tech's any good. Yeah, I, I think there's a good possibility that they aren't. But at the same time, you know, is is Luke gonna lose a game or two because he's a dumbass like he did last season? I don't know. It's very possible. Very possible. Even with superior talent, they could lose some of these games. John, where are you coming down on this? I have a. I have an inkling. <laughs> with the uh... Ole Miss five and seven or seven and five. Hmm. So I got a pack can't push. No, that's <laughs> no, that's weak. No, that's weak. We have to assume we're really betting on all of these. I'm actually betting on this. Yeah, like dumb, like insane idiots betting on the over under for Ole Miss football in 2018. Yeah. They go eight and four. Damn! Oh! Wow. All right, give me your give me your eight wins, please. Uh, 
Oh, now I gotta remember the schedule. All right, so four. I'm, assume they beat Tech. I'm guessing you can't go eight and four and not tech, beat Tech. They beat whoever they're. All right, so team four. Team. Yeah, four non-conference and then lose to Bama. What do you think they beat LSU in Baton Rouge? They lose to Bama and Auburn, so they got to go what uh, four and two. The remainder they beat Arkansas. They beat Vandy. I think they win the Egg Bowl at home. Oh, this whole here, here here this is here's the deal. Ole Miss has a coach from Mississippi. It, Ah, damn it, I got right. I called him Ole Miss. The Bear Sharks <laughs> have a coach from Mississippi. <laughs> the Leg Huppers don't. <laughs> and it's a short week at home. They win it. So Arkansas, Vandy, um, State. State. And then you got LSU and South Carolina. They've got to go one and one. In those, I think they right? beat Carolina and Oxford. And lose in Baton Rouge. I, I would yeah. love if the short week did State in because State was the one that wanted that wanted the short week mm-hmm. that they- i think they beat i, I i'm very confident there i mean there is a lot there's a lot going on than more than just regular egg bowl stuff obviously matt luke versus moorhead you have the the in-state guy the out-of-state guy but then also like this team the wounds are still very fresh from the mississippi state-led ncaa investigation like leo will be on the field aj brown will be on the field these guys all they played with Shane patterson yeah, I I think I think there definitely is more motivation on Ole Miss's side. It should be actually a decent game. Neil, what do you what do you pick in the Rebels on the over under? I'm the, going the over. Going over? I don't like that, but I look at the schedule. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think it's I think it's very doable. Um, it's doable. LSU is very weak. Arkansas is very weak. A and M's weak. Vandy and Mississippi State, I think, are. Not good. So, Mississippi State's, you think Mississippi State's not good? This is I bold. I don't buy that Nick Fitzgerald's worth shit. Oh, I I agree with that take, but they still have so much returning talent. I I'm skeptical. Okay, so here's my here's my final Nick, Nick Fitzgerald preseason take: is is there ever going to be an offense that is better suited to his skill set than Mullins? Like, even if Moorhead is adapting his offense for Fitzgerald's skill set. It I feel like it's going to be a little worse for him than Mullins was. And he throw in the fact that he was injured last year. He's a running quarterback. I could see him going down a good bit in production, but I don't know. That's just – we'll see. I, I mean, Moorhead's kind of like an aired out, throw a deep kind of guy, right? Obviously, he had Saquon Barkley. Um, Mississippi State has good running backs. They're not Saquon Barkley. It should be interesting to watch. I think their defense is going to be – Pretty scary, but at the same time, I mean, Simmons got shut down last year by Ole Miss's offensive line. So, what's their over under? Oh, it's uh, it's pretty high. We're, we're gonna get to them. Do you want to go ahead and do them now? Uh, do them now. State is uh the eleventh highest in the league at eight point five. Let's pull up their schedule. Mm-hmm. That's that's actually a pretty good one. Like that, that's gonna get some action. I think eight point five because State fans hey, are gonna be going over. Go down their schedule. Yeah, let's uh, get it. Let's uh, get it going. It's it's but a what's doable. a sure loss on there other than Auburn and Alabama? Yeah, it's a doable schedule. I mean, they they go on the road at Kansas State, very winnable. Obviously, they get Kentucky every year. Um, I, I think Florida Florida in Starkville is a chance for a for a non SEC West loss. I, I I think they're gonna be so geeked up. I think I think State wins that game no matter no matter really what. Yeah, but sometimes they get too geeked up. But yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, I hope they win just because the uh, John Cohen's doing the master troll move of honoring Jackie Sherrill at halftime. 
<laughs> so they beat Stephen F. Austin. They see they beat Kansas State. They beat Lafayette. They beat Kentucky. Austin thinks they beat Florida. So they're five and zero going to play Auburn, who blew them out last year. They lose. They, here's an interesting game. Uh, October twentieth in Baton Rouge. State kind of embarrassed LSU last year. Is LSU just have the wheels fallen off by that point to the point where state can win again, or do they kind of get back up to reclaim some pride in, in Baton Rouge against state? Damn it. Their schedule set up good. For us. <laughs> yeah. Get the seven and five. It's a pretty easy schedule. They got I, a schedule. I think they could, they play K state in Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In Manhattan at 11 AM. Yeah. I, I kind of, I personally hope they're nine and two going to Oxford with a chance to go to an access bowl and they lose. Like old times, I think that'd be yeah. hilarious. Like a classic. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm on board with that theory. No, I would love for them to be nine and two, Ole Miss to be five and six, and still bowl banned. The, the win is <laughs> the win is meaningless for Ole Miss, and Ole Miss still wins. That to me would be the ultimate. I would love that. Uh, I think the real question is: Is Morehead gonna wear shorts? Because as long as Morehead doesn't wear shorts, I think I see them going undefeated. <laughs> that was the you know that was that was, that was the reason they lost to uh, who was it Jacksonville State or whatever in that opening game with oh, Mullen yeah, two right. years ago because yeah. Mullen was wearing shorts he didn't, he didn't give a shit that was that was what they all said it was, it was that Mobile team was oh called? USA you're right it was South Alabama yeah mm-hmm. that's yeah, right you think about all Miss screw up with Jacksonville you're, State yep, you're right you're right I was there I was at that game okay so <laughs> they lose to Auburn let's say they beat one of A&M or LSU, lose to Alabama. That's still only three losses before the Egg Bowl. I mean, they, they have a pretty favorable schedule. So I guess I take the under 8-4, and four, but any anywhere from 8-4 and four to 10-2 and two would be perfectly understandable with the schedule. If they go under 8-4, and four, I think it's kind of a disappointing season for Moorhead, which is tough for a first time in the SEC, but they got a lot of talent. They're going to lose a lot of it after this year. I mean, they have two all first uh, first team SEC all SEC guys on the defensive line. I mean, that's usually a pretty good recipe for success in the league. And a returning quarterback. Yep. Yep. Where do you got? What are you guys coming down on this over under? I'm going under. I like the nine and three theory losing to Ole Miss. I like that. Nine theory. and three losing to Auburn, Alabama, and Ole Miss. I mean, yeah. still a good season. They beat LSU. They beat A and M. I mean, not a good season because they lost the Egg Bowl. That's all that matters. But. <laughs> From a from an unbiased perspective, you get some good wins in that season. So, uh, yeah, I think nine and three, Moorhead would probably be happy with that. I don't know about the fans if they lose in Oxford, but all right, uh, John Neal. I'm gonna push. God damn it, John! You can't. Push. <laughs> all right, John's gonna push. Neil, what about you? John thinks they're gonna win eight and a half. Brilliant! I love it. I think State actually loses to Mullen and they have a huge meltdown. So down. I can see it. I can see them losing to Florida. Florida I saw. Actually, actually yeah. you want me to? So you you want me to pick for real? Yeah. I think they lose the opener in Manhattan. The second game, game two. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean it would be funny. It, like that. That would be a great outcome. Bill Snyder, just calmly dismantling them. That would be. Fun. I mean, also like if they're gonna have a hiccup installing the new offense, it would make sense for it to be early on on the road. Mm-hmm. Here's my hot take: Kentucky beats them. Oh my Ooh. god! This is just the, the wheels are falling off in these hypotheticals for for the ben Bulldogs. Snell. Ben Snell is a tremendous player, so let's do it. 
Okay, all right. I feel okay. So Neil, John, everybody's going under. I think. Or no, Austin. I'm going over. over. I'm going over. Okay, okay. I like it. This is this is very important that we get this right. The people are going to be going through the archives uh, at the end of the season to find out exactly who got it right and who got it wrong. So these are these are important predictions. Uh, let's keep clipping right along. Uh, let's do Texas A&M because I think this is an interesting one. Uh, we got the over under at seven, and I really have not looked at their schedule very much. Let me pull this up. They got Clemson, right? Yes, they play Clemson game two. Yeah, that's not good. That's, that's not good. I'd say that's an L for Jimbo. <laughs> and there are five hundred leagues. Alabama two. game four, so they're two and two after four games. They get a chance to get two more wins at uh, Arkansas and Kentucky. South Carolina probably about on their level talent wise, right? Where is that game? Looks like it's in Columbia. It's probably a loss. So that puts them at four and three. Probably lose to state, lose to Auburn. Ooh, I think I'm gonna have to take the under on this one because uh, that would make them uh, four and five. And then they have Ole Miss, UAB, LSU. You have to win all three to get to seven. Uh, a push is possible. I'll probably take the under. Honestly, this is kind of this is a rough schedule. Having Clemson week two really takes it out of your win loss total. So there's, uh, if they get to five and three, nah, damn, I think they win. I actually, I mean, I'm not being a smart ass. I think they win seven. I got picked on the side of the field. So you're, you're pushing? John's a push here. Uh, they win eight. They beat Ole Miss in College Station? Yes. Actually, no, I flip. I think that team, so I think Jimbo and that team fight each other in the middle of the year. They go six and six. <laughs> All right, so John's taking the under. Uh, wait, Austin, did you say? I forget. I'll say under. Under seven. What about you, Neil? I think over. I think Jimbo's really good. I agree. He was not good. good last year. He was not good last year. They got a late, a lot of latent talent. He That's quit good. last year. Yeah, he was. I, 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 Did you guys see that uh, Jimbo's seventy-five million is like fully guaranteed? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. There's no, there's no buyout, and there's, there's no like early exit. Thing. Like they, like he, he gets it no matter what. So he could quit tomorrow. Apparently, yeah, that's what I read. Yeah, apparently, that's absolutely insane. <laughs> Texas A and M has <laughs> way more money than brains. Jesus. All right, got another, uh, another good one here. LSU also at seven. Under. But what? I, don't even have to, I don't even have to look at the schedule. Under. They start out with Miami. That's a tough loss. matchup. Yeah, it's a loss probably. I think it's neutral site, but I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, all- in yeah, it's in Arlington. It's Sunday night in Arlington. Auburn in week three. Uh, oh, they have to play Florida from the east. That's rough. Plus Georgia. Oh, this is – yeah, this schedule is actually brutal. They have yeah, a- this is going to blow up on them. They have, a ske- they have a stretch in the middle where it goes Auburn, Louisiana Tech, Ole Miss, Florida, Georgia, State, Alabama, Arkansas. That is that is pretty rough. I think they go 6-6 six and six and Dave Aranda coaches the Independence Bowl. So they fire O after 6-6, six and six, yeah. <laughs> I think yep. it's, it's conceivable. Yeah, I'll take the under. Uh, everybody going under on 7, I take it. I think they win three games. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be well under set. That would be awesome. Though. That would be awesome. I oh, love that. If they win three games, it was fired by what? Like week seven, right? Oh, and eight in SEC. 
Oh man! Oh, that's would, a classic. Orgron that would be thing. awesome. Yeah, if he did that again, it would. He, he would probably be the only coach that's gone zero and eight at two schools, right? That'd be epic. <laughs> that's that's a great stat right there. Uh, we just got a couple more SEC West teams to do, boys. Auburn at nine. I think they're good. I think nine is a tough number because I doubt they win ten. Let's see. They got to play Washington. Um, oh, they got Southern Miss on the schedule. Nice. Uh, but they do get Tennessee from the East, so that's that's not bad. They have Washington and Georgia. Right. And Alabama. Right. Those are, those are L's. Two Athens. Two, and Tuscaloosa. two Tuscaloosa. And then neutral site Ooh. with Washington. Probably a push at 9-3. and three. That sounds about right to me. I think if I had to go over under, I think I go over because maybe they out athlete Washington, maybe. Or yeah, or or they get a Iron Bowl upset, or they win on a crazy play in the Georgia game. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, he's a cockroach. You can't you can't kill him. They 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 could also be like seven of like they could be a bad season. Like that that wouldn't be crazy because last year they overperformed to win the West. I don't know. We'll see. They, their biggest uh, assets are what? The defensive front seven and then Stidham, I guess? Yeah. But yeah. who, so who does Bama have from the East this year? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Let's get. Let's do Bama. Mizzou and Tennessee. I don't know where they play them, though. Uh, so well, relevant conversation on where they play them. Bama, obviously, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Obviously has the best over-under at 11. Uh, open up with Louisville. And then um, I don't really see too many. Do you, have you guys seen Barrett Salee saying that uh, Alabama at Ole Miss is a trap game for Alabama? Like, come on, man. Come that is on. beyond fake news. Yeah, stop, <laughs> stop, stop trolling. Come on, dude. Don't be ridiculous. Uh, is the defense not going to have to stop Alabama? I think, yeah, I, I think the defense is just going to probably not even take the field. Just let them run plays like empty well, set. I mean, Alabama is such a – to me, they're as big of a favorite as they've ever been in the West this year. It seems like it, yeah. I think 12-0 and 0 is pretty conceivable. I mean, Georgia in the title game, SEC title game, is it, you know, wake me up when we get there. Who? I mean, the only team that gave them more trouble last year than Auburn was State, right? Yeah, and then, aren't they in Tuscaloosa this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah but they're they in Tuscaloosa, got, yeah. And we don't have table on here to give us a poly speech, but they got two of this year, so yeah, forget yeah, about sure. it. That's true. I assume he. I assume he's the quarterback. Have they announced that yet? No. I'm, I think Nick he, doesn't I think believe in announcing things. No. Why would he tell the fake media? I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I think that completes our SEC West uh, over unders. Let's do one more for fun. We have uh, Tennessee. Let's do Tennessee. Five point five. Five point five, baby. Can we go schedule? through the schedule for Tennessee? Yes, let's, let's do that. Um, pulling it up right now. Let's go game Wait, by game. Oh, my God. So they open up with the best quarterback in college football, right? They got West Virginia, Will Greer. So what's the over-under again? At Nayland. It's 5.5. 5. Okay. So they lose to West Virginia. Uh, Is that game at Nayland, or I thought that game was yeah, it might like be neutral. You're right. It might be I think neutral. It's Charlotte. I think it's Charlotte. Oh, is that one of the NASCAR track games? Oh, no, no, I think they were, like, in the Panther Stadium. Like no, Charlotte. the Panther like, Stadium. That's like cool. legit Charlotte. Okay. Uh, but th- that's a loss. I mean, West Virginia wins that game. It's a 2.30 on Saturday. 
they beat East Tennessee State. They beat UTEP. Lose to Florida. Lose to Georgia. Lose to Auburn. Lose to Bama. Lose to South Carolina. They beat Charlotte. And then we got a big game here. Kentucky and Tennessee. Toss up. They probably lose to Missouri, right? Where they play Missouri. Uh, in Dayland, it looks like. They probably still lose it. So maybe another toss up there, and then maybe beat Vandy. Um, wouldn't be surprised if Vandy won that game, though. Like this, this is a hard under five point five for me. So who the non-con other than East, West Virginia, East Tennessee State, UTEP, and Charlotte? So they win three, but they're gonna go like four and eight with the schedule. I think they beat Vandy and Tennessee. I mean, and I think they Kentucky. Beat Kentucky and go just on. I think they go five and seven, seven just under five point five. Yeah. I don't. See I, re- I really want to pick zero and eight. Right, of course, and th- their coach is like a huge jackass. <laughs> so yeah, it would be satisfying. The thing is, they upgraded that coach. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they did. No, well, they yeah, did. Yeah. From one red faced moron to another one. Yeah. Tennessee, three wins. Oh, I love it. Neil has scorched earth. I'm not sure how the numbers work out for Neil, but a lot of teams going three and nine in the SEC in the, in the Did, league this year. Would anybody expect someone living in D.C. to get the numbers right? I mean, Oh, damn. Brutal. Shots fired. I mean, if Neil runs a deficit on his predictions, it's healthy, really, because like, it, it keeps people invested in the, uh, in the predictions. I, I, I support it. I've been doing everything by the electoral college. I'm just like Obama. <laughs> I love that. Uh, all right, great, John. What's your five point five? What's your over under? Oh, that's a definite under. That's an under. Do that's you a hard we under. Get Trump to tweet about the West Virginia football team this year. You think we can? Because, well, Clean Cole will be involved. I'm sure. Dana Hogerson's a tremendous coach. Trump would love Will Greer, dude. He's he's a he's he a love. Will Greer fan for sure. Uh, yeah. yeah I mean, wait. Let, hold on. Let's let's uh let's wrap it. But also, who is Trump a fan of? Like, what college football team is most like Trump? Well, th- it's not even a discussion who the first one is. <laughs> Go ahead. Are you you're not going to say it in Philadelphia? I mean, there's only one school that has a uh, authentic Trump Twitter account. That's fair. Syracuse. You think so? You think I, I don't think Trump would be a state fan. The <laughs> Why wouldn't he be a state fan? Because they because they they don't represent his New York values. They're not, and they don't win enough. I think he's probably a Bama fan, like every tryhard. No, he 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 likes the uh, blue collar middle class, like uh, performatively. Yes, he claims to be a state fan. Um, Wisconsin, I could see. I could see Ohio State. Oh, big time, yes. I mean, yeah, he's in Ohio State. It's Ohio State, yeah. He's going to pardon Urban Meyer. It's going to be great. (laughs) He's a Maryland fan. Like, he thinks they should have killed more players. (laughs) (laughs) They're too soft. Uh <laughs> all right. All right. So those are your those are your uh some preseason over under. Yeah, oh wait, Tr- he he's definitely an LSU fan. Orgeron, just no blabbering blabbering, no logic. That picture of Orgeron in the helicopter over the stadium, that Trump would post that picture. <laughs> Look, there's a stadium down there. I'm above it. I'm like a god. 
Uh, all right. So yeah, that's some predictions for you. Do we got any other predictions you want to make? Like who are some, uh, some playoff contenders from outside? Oh, the SEC? I also have the Vanderbilt under, I think it's four and a half. That's another under. Yeah. Their under is four and a half. Yeah. That just seems, that seems brutal, man. I can't pick that. I, I don't <laughs> think Derek Mason's a good coach, but he can win more than, more than four Question. games. Does Mason get fired and come work for Matt Luke next Matt Luke next year? Oh yeah, Mason's gonna be the defensive coordinator after Crime Dog gets fired. I, okay. I, I could see it. I'm, I'm fair. It'd be funny because Freeze likes Derek Mason. This is rough. Yeah, Vanderbilt has to play at Notre Dame game three. That's tough. Bill Tennessee State's not a gimme either. No, there's there's some pretty tough games there. That's gonna be Saturday at six thirty. Um, I don't know. I just hope either way that the Derek Mason era can mercifully end and they can get a better coach in there. Lane Kiffin. The Lane, Lane Kiffin at Vanderbilt would be amazing. I don't think they would do it, but that would be awesome. He I would, would troll Tennessee so hard. It would be amazing. I want Lane at any like underdog SEC school. I think it would be awesome. It would be so great. Um. Okay. All right, anybody – yeah, like I said, anybody got any playoff uh, contenders that we haven't talked about to throw out there? I really have no idea. Like, is Miami going to be good? Uh, obviously, I think Mark Rick, Mark Rick will lose control at some point. Neil, Neil thinks the Huskies are going to be on the playoffs, I assume. Serious. Well, Clemson and Alabama are the favorites again. Like, boring. there's got to be some diversity here. It's so boring. I think, I think Penn State sneaks up in the Big Ten East with all the other-ish going on. Awesome. They lost. They lost Moorhead. They lost the heart and soul of the team. The <laughs> only reason they were winning is because of Moorhead. Everybody knows this. I, that's true. I should have known. Yeah. I should know better. And that's why State's going to be in the playoff is because they just took that championship mentality from Penn State, and brought it to Starkville. Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi State, and Clemson playoff. Oh baby, hell yeah! No, I just got to say, and I don't want to talk about State too much. I already talk about them too much, but. I just got to say, when anybody brings up the fact that Moorhead's a first-year SEC coach, they, like, straight-faced reply, no, he was a head coach at Fordham. He, he was a head coach at Fordham, dude. Like, that, that gets you ready for the SEC. I just love that, that line of uh, explanation there. So, if the Fordham Rams can be good with Moorhead, there's no reason State can't be, I believe. Duh. I mean, how would you, why would you have a problem with that logic? I mean, Fordham plays in, yeah, it's, I'm sure very tough NIAI competition or whatever um okay uh what do we need to talk about before we end the show here guys we we got through some great content here for the folks nothing's coming to mind for me we've already talked mascots you know we still have another week before the season really gets going we talked about the zero games how long is everybody going to be talking about the whole urban Meyer thing probably until the games start and then it'll quickly be forgotten I think he'll come back up when they play TCU. Yeah, the games that he's suspended for, yeah. If Gary Patterson was a real American, he would win that game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then it's like what Austin says, and they make excuses for him later because Urban was not coaching. Oh, I live for that. That's going to happen. It's going to be – Twitter is going to be breathtaking. It's classic. Uh – Maybe next week we can do a few other random over-unders. I would like to look at that Michigan schedule. That would be fun. Um, okay, but that's six, that's six, yeah. six and six. I can already tell you what their record is. I'm looking at schedule. Shane Patterson is a six and six. Yeah, say Shane Quinn Patterson five and seven. Five and seven quarterback. Is a, he's a six and six type guy. A six and six type talent. Yeah, accurate. Uh, so Shane Patterson's first game is against Notre Dame. 
That's going to be a meltdown. In Notre Dame Stadium. Yes, it's going to be awesome. That's awesome. Wish the worst to them. Do you see that's, that's at 2.30 on Saturday? Is that right? It's night. Oh, it was a night game. What time is the Auburn-Washington game, Neil? It's 3:30. at 3.30 Central. Oh, great. Okay, cool. That'll be uh, nothing else going on then probably. I'll watch that. All right. Uh, well, cool. Well, and congrats to Chad Kelly getting first team reps. Yeah, hell yeah, brother. That uh, me versus the guy she told you not to worry about. I sent that to my girlfriend, and she definitely sided with Chad. So with him packs mm. lunch. <laughs> I said, "Who is who is beating on a table right now? You have a microphone. We can hear you." Oh, sorry, man. It's okay. I, it's okay. I love you, Dale. Don't worry. It's just, it was just funny. Uh, yeah, the Chad Kelly packs and Lynch uh, rivalry is hilarious. Uh, but all that really matters is that Paxton Lynch won Liberty Bowl Gazi or Memphis Gazi, as a uh, as John said. Memphis Gazi, get it right. Yeah, so Paxton has already really won the important game there. So, but yes, yeah, so best of luck to Chad. Uh, bonus predictions: uh, Does Laquan have a season of any type of note? Well, is Laquan even going to make the roster? Is he in a contract year? Yeah, I don't know. This is, this is these are my questions. This is my question. I don't know. He's still he has a contract year. He needs to, you know, catch some balls. Okay, I got a fantasy draft coming up. Evan Ingram, he's going to be a reliable point scorer again this year. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think they'll. I think he'll be have a decent year with. I, he seems to be like a top five pure like PPR point scoring tight end. From what yeah. I've been, from what I've been looking at. I think that's. I can see it with Saquon. Maybe they can. Maybe the passing game opens up more. I mean, I could buy it. I mean, last season he was he was pretty productive from a fantasy standpoint. Yeah, and the offense will be better with Saquon. Yeah. So I don't know. That could be that could be someone to take. Um, all right. Well, anybody else? Anybody got any bonus predictions to throw in? Anybody want to plug anything? This is your time. Pardon Urban Meyer. Oh God, <laughs> dear Lord. Uh, all right. Well. Get ready, America. He's getting pardoned. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fellas, thank you for coming on, taking time out of your Thursday night for a little mini roundtable. Uh, definitely had a blast. And like I said, at the end of the season, I expect all of you loyal listeners to go back in the archives and figure out exactly who was right who was wrong, even though we agreed on a lot of this stuff. Uh, I'm hoping Neil's predictions turn out true and just the whole SEC craters and, and, and goes like three and, <laughs> three and nine. I love that. Uh, all right, cool. Well, if nobody else has anything they want to talk about, we'll probably go ahead and take the opportunity to wrap up the show there. Um, you guys know where you where to find us if you want to follow along with the show. We're on Twitter at SharksAFTRDark. Uh, you can check out our episodes on SoundCloud or on ArmchairAllAmericans.com, our podcast network. Uh, for now, for John, for Neil, for Austin, I'm Justin. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll talk to you again next week.